it's your girl Desiree and I am back with another episode. I know it's been a while. I keep saying that, but it's been challenging to be consistent. <laughs> I actually am using some earbuds that my cousin got me, which was nice. Um, unfortunately, they're like falling out of my ear a lot. So I ordered another pair of earbuds on Amazon. Um, I typed in something for like small ears because I think it's because my ears are small and that's why it just won't stay. I've been trying to like push them in and you know, it's just one of those things where I've experienced it also with um, earphones, using the earphones with the, the corded ones. And I've had to like send back a pair one time because it just couldn't fit in my ear. Like it was not staying in because it was too big. So that's why I use the string ones. But, you know, it's nice to try something different. It's the new wave. Everybody's using their earbuds. Um, it's kind of funny because when I was using it, when I first put them in my ear, something felt strange. I said, hmm, does this have radiation? And then I was doing a little research and it says that they do emit EMF radiation. And I said, hmm. So I'm going to do a little more research on that because my body is very sensitive, especially nowadays. It's very sensitive to things. So I just found that kind of interesting, but I will do more research on it and see what I come up with when it comes to that. Because I do try to limit the amount of radiation that I expose myself to. There are some things that I do want to pick up, like a radiation blanket that I can put on my bed. Like if I'm in the bed and I'm using my laptop or if I'm sitting down and I have a laptop on my lap, it's just good to have things that are protecting you from this radiation. Um, same thing if you have a child, you know, and they have an iPad, putting on a case that minimizes the radiation, like a radiation blocker, because a lot of kids tend to put it on their lap. And it's not really healthy for their reproductive system and so forth. Same thing with the phones, you know, using the earbuds or the AirPods or, you know, or even the regular earphones with the with the cord. Using that is better than putting the phone to your ear because of radiation. Also, not using microwaves and minimizing it. I used it when I just was on, um, I was away from home for a few days. And I was in the hotel, so I was using it like once or twice. But at home, I rarely ever use a microwave like Sometimes for, yeah, I don't even think I've touched a microwave here in years at home. So it's just important to think about stuff like that and just minimize your radiation exposure. Um, things like chlorella can also be good to minimize radiation. Taking chlorella, of course, you know, do your research, especially if you're taking any medication. And I always encourage people to start small. If it says take five tablets, take one or two, see how your body reacts to it first. Um, yeah. <laughs> But always research things, even when it comes to what the doctor prescribes you, right? I'm not telling people don't take what the doctor prescribes you because that would make me a hypocrite. I have taken what I've been prescribed. Um, I've had, I have taken things that doctors have prescribed to me. But there have also been times when I didn't take things. So I was like, wait a minute, this is not something that I need. Um, or I found an alternative that works just as good without the side effects, right? So you want to research everything. I'm not anti-doctor, anti-medicine, but I am anti-just going along with whatever you're told because an authority figure says so. And that actually goes right into the topic that I'm going to talk about today. But first, I want to talk about a tip when it comes to health. I guess I'm kind of giving y'all a double tip because I just talked about radiation. But I want to talk about ventilation really quickly and how important it is to ventilate your home, keeping your windows cracked, you know, making sure there's some air flowing in and out. We are breathing in oxygen and we are releasing carbon dioxide and it's toxic, we continue to keep breathing in the same stale air. So it's important for us to ventilate our homes, keeping the kitchen cracked, the windows cracked, the bedrooms, 
if you have a bathroom, if you have a window in your bathroom, you know, I'm not saying keeping it open to the point where it's freezing. Um, if you live in places like I live, I live in New York City. So it gets cold here sometimes and it does stay cold for a while. Even here in March right now, it's, it's cold. Um, uh, but it's important to still have the window cracked. You know, you just have to dress warmer, you know, because it's important to have that fresh air. You can also get an air purifier as well. But it's important to have that same thing if you're driving your car, having a window cracked. I've had to ask a few times in a, in a, in a taxi, in a cab or Uber, whatever, can I please put the window down? And I've always been a type of person, I didn't really like to ask things like that. I don't like to be a bother. I don't like to, but as I've gotten older, I've learned, you know, you have to sometimes speak up for your needs because sometimes I just can't breathe in there, you know, especially if I have a mask on because, you know, now you have to wear a mask. So it's just one of those things where it's just like, I can't breathe, you know, like not too long ago, I was in a cab an uber and i literally felt like i was going to be sick like nauseous because for one it was very bumpy it was one of those bigger vans and sometimes i get nauseous and those type of things when it's really bumpy like that and then on top of that i was wearing the mask and the driver had all the windows closed and it was like i, I feel like i was suffocating not suffocating in the way i couldn't breathe but i felt like i was so nauseous it was horrible and I had to ask him, I was like, can I please put the window down? He was like, it's, it's up to you or whatever. So I put it down a little bit. It helped somewhat. It didn't fully help, but it did help because I was about to get sick, y'all. Like, I really could not take it. So <laughs> ventilation is important. You know, it's important to ventilate. It's important to keep things, you know, fresh. So that's basically what I wanted to say. And I think um, going forward for a lot of the episodes, I'm going to share something like that at the beginning just to kind of like, set the tone there's always so many different tips there's always so many different things that we can learn when it comes to our health so that's something that y'all will like I will continue to do that but I'm going forward I think that's what I'll do so going into the topic why do you believe everything that you hear you believe everything that you hear why why is that um the first reason I believe is that we were taught to just listen to those in authority you know, and I'm not saying that there should not be a respect for certain authority. Like you, when you first, when you're a child, you have your parents or whoever raised you, they're in a form of authority and you should have a certain level of respect for them. And I'm talking about people who are decent. I'm not talking about a, a, fa- um, a mother or father who's abusive. That would, then you need to go tell a teacher or you need to, you know, there's other things that children have a right to do to protect themselves and their siblings and so forth. I'm talking about, you know, just having a level of respect for that. That's important. And it is important that parents teach that. I'm not a parent. But it's important that parents teach that because then they will go around just disrespecting all types of authority. And that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that you should go out and just be disrespectful to police officers, be disrespectful to people who work in government. Just be just being disrespectful all around just because I don't have to listen to you. You're in authority. I don't. I can do whatever I want to do. Like There's a certain level of respect that I do believe it's good. But I also believe that those in authority should also offer respect as well. And that's the problem that a lot of these police officers and these people who are in levels of authority don't have respect for people, but then they want to get respect. So I think that it goes both ways. I think that if you truly are a leader and you truly are a person who has emotional intelligence and you understand the power of being in a leadership position and how it benefits you to be respectful, um, you would be respectful. Um, you don't need to be a tyrant as a parent. You don't need to be a tyrant as a police officer. You don't need to be a tyrant as a politician. You don't need to be a tyrant as a professor or as a doctor or any position that you're in where you're in a, a sense of authority over over somebody. Because at the end of the day, it's like 
you want respect, but you aren't willing to give it. And to me, I have less respect for a leader who acts like that because you're in a level, you have more responsibility. You have more responsibility to carry yourself a certain way because you are in that leadership position. And you also chose it, right? You chose to become a parent. Now, in some cases, obviously, there's some cases that may not be the case. But I'm talking about people who, obviously, they, they made the decision, right? Um, you made the decision to become a police officer. You made the decision to become um, a firefighter. You made the decision to become a politician. You made these decisions. There are always cases where people didn't get to choose the position that they're in in life. And that's unfortunate. But in many cases, you did choose that. So now it's time for you to take that responsibility and use it in a way that is going to be um, responsible. And a part of that is respect, right? So I'm not saying that respect doesn't matter. What I'm talking about is when we just go along with whatever we're told, oh, because, oh, because a teacher said it, oh, because a doctor said it, oh, because this person said it, you know, oh, so-and-so said it on, on CNN. They said that I have to do this because that's good for the, for the um, you know, the, the thing that's going around, right? I don't, I don't really want to say it, even though there's really no censorship on here, but you know what I'm talking about. And it's just like, okay, that's cool. But what's the where's, the, where's the information? Can I read it? Is there something I can read that I can question for myself? Can I read multiple things to come to my own conclusion? I'm not discounting what you're saying. I'm not saying that you're a liar. I'm just saying that why is it that you want me to believe only what you're saying, but then you're not explaining to me why you're saying what you're saying. And then there's no other way for me to check that with another source or another person who may not, who may have a different perspective. Why can't I do that? As a doctor, you're telling me that I have this condition and that I have to do this. Okay, great. I hear you. So why is it that you have an issue with me going and asking a second doctor? The second doctor is, is you know, you're a pulmonologist and so is he. So why can't I ask the other pulmonologist or two other pulmonologists to see what they think as well? Because, yes, I respect what you're saying, but I want to make sure that I see three or four different perspectives before I make my decision. And unfortunately, we live in a society now, especially with everything that's been going on with the pandemic, where now you can't question anything. If you're questioning something, you're being disrespectful. You'll be your conspiracy theorist if you're questioning things. You know, something is wrong with you. But one of the best things you could do to protect you and your family is to question things. Like I said, it's not to say that you're just trying to just be disrespectful or you're trying to discount what they're saying. I hear you. And even if what you're saying is totally false, I still hear you. Okay, whatever. But I'm going to go look into it for myself. You're not God. You know what I mean? You're a human being just like me. You're, you're fallible just like me. So why should I take your word for anything you say? I need to make sure that I question. Because people could have good intentions and even still mess up. But unfortunately, we do live in a society. And I'm sure it's like that in many other countries based on people that are listening here. Because I know there's a lot of people listening from other countries. Welcome. Um, but there's so much corruption. There's so much corruption. There's so much lies. I mean, the rabbit hole gets so deep and so scary that sometimes you just have to say, you know what, that's enough for today. That's how deep the rabbit hole goes because that's just how evil this world can be. Yes, there's some beauty in this world, but there's also some dark, wicked evilness in this world as well. And you have people that will go to extremes to lie and deceive and cover up things or twist things in order to fit a certain agenda. And health is no different. Health is one of the best ways to do that. That's, but that's one of the best areas to do that in. Because who, most, many people don't want to die. Many people don't want to get sick. 
people are afraid of stuff like that rightfully so right so it's easy to use um these tactics of deception and then also using fear and all these other things on top of it to get people to go according with a certain plan even if it may not be in their interest because like i said people are not going to want to die they don't want to get sick so many people are just going to go along with it um Especially like in the, with everything that's been going on with this uh, pandemic, you know, your livelihood was also tied up in it. You can't even go to work. So how are you going to make the money to take care of yourself and or your family if you can't go to work? So a lot of people had to go along with certain um, requirements in order to fulfill their ability to eat and take care of themselves and their family. You see how that works? So now... It's not even so much I'm doing my research and I've asked four or five different um, sources from different angles and now I've made my decision from this and I feel strongly on that. Now it's, oh, I'm going to go along with it because I have to do what I have to do. Or I don't want to be and going into the next point. Questioning and not going along with the status quo is shamed. It's shunned. So people don't want to be shunned. People don't want to be that person that's questioning everything. And, oh, she's just a skeptic. Oh, he's just a skeptic. Everything he thinks is a conspiracy. And now you're labeled a certain way by others because that's how you choose to go about your life. You choose to go about your life questioning things. There's even been doctors who are experts in their field who have been questioning a lot of the things that they've been pushing in the media about this pandemic, you know, about this vax, about everything that's going on. And they've shut those doctors down. So now, even if you are, because remember before they would say like, oh, you're not a doctor, be quiet. You don't have a medical degree. I'm not listening to you. That does no longer apply because now it seems like anybody can be an expert. And the ones who are quote unquote experts are being told that they're just crazy in the mind and they need to be censored. So I'm a little confused at this point because, you know, Bill Gates seems to be an expert at, at medicine. I last time I checked, I thought he was into technology. I don't, I'm, I'm a little confused because he talks about medicine. He talks about farming. I heard that he was buying up a lot of land and doing all these different things. But since when did he become an expert? Since when is, should he be advocating for people to go ahead and take a vax or to do health things for themselves when he's not... Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, when you research who he is and who his father was, and like I said, the rabbit hole gets really deep, right? But my point is that real doctors, cardiologists who are saying, look, this vax is affecting people's heart. And now we're seeing more and more data coming out, right? And they're saying, oh, yeah, it's this. But before they were saying, oh, it's rare. It's rare indications of this. It's rare of this. It's rare of that. And then it will come out later on saying, yeah, that we need to recall this. So, yeah, we may suggest this one instead of that one because we're seeing that this is causing some issues. But that's what the doctors were saying from the beginning. That's what the holistic people were saying from the beginning. That's what even some regular everyday people who just know how to research were saying from the beginning. And you were telling them they were crazy or that it was just rare and it wasn't really happening like that. You know, so it's just one of those things where it's like, this is why it's important to research for yourself. This is why I've stressed it in the past. Even before this pandemic, I was talking about it um, and I was saying, you know, we have to research things and question things because it affects all areas of our life, not just health, but all areas. 
And we have to be willing to be okay with not being liked by other people. That's a challenge for me, you know, because I've I've always been the type of person I don't like confrontation. I don't want to be like, oh, people are coming at me, whatever. But at the same time, it's just like you have to be willing to stand for something. If you don't stand for something, you fall for anything. So you have to be willing to stand for something. And I'm not saying that, you know, everything has to be a fight. I'm not saying that. But if you feel convicted to do something and it may be against what everybody else is doing, then you have to go according to your conviction. If that's what God convicts you to do, then that's what you got to do. And if that means that you're going to not really have friends. I mean, this whole pandemic has really separated friends and family and spouses. I was hearing somebody was talking about how they heard about this lady who was sleeping on the couch because her husband took the vax and she's not comfortable with that. You know what I mean? So this is why we have to be careful who we marry, who we have children with, because people have different views on certain things, you know, um, and it doesn't mean that the, that everybody who didn't take it is anti-vax. But I think a lot of people who haven't taken it is because they don't trust the fact that they keep going back and forth with what they're saying. And how they're so aggressive with trying to censor people. That should be a red flag. When somebody is going that hard to try to censor people who are trying to speak out about the things that are going on when it comes to health and the risk. And they just want to let people know about it from their expertise. That should be a red flag. And I'm not saying that everybody who's questioning it has good intentions too. Because there's evil on both sides. You could have quote unquote conspiracy theories. And I'm using that word, you know, loosely. You could have quote unquote conspiracy theories who have bad agendas as well. And they're trying to cause division. Or maybe they're even being put there on purpose by those from the other side to cause confusion and division. Right? So we really don't know sometimes who's who really who. So I'm not saying that all conspiracy theorists are good people. That's not what I'm saying. But I've seen doctors, this is legit doctors. I've actually looked them up, legit doctors who were questioning things and they were shutting them down. I've seen holistic people who are actually, some of them I actually follow and their page was being threatened to be shut down or they were being censored. They couldn't go live for a long time. They couldn't post. And another thing I noticed too is like when I go to search them in Instagram or whatever, it won't show up. I have to go find them through like some other way to find their page. But when I go to type it in, I can't find them. So they're basically being shadow banned. Not because they're spamming or doing anything bad, but because they're sharing this type of information or they're questioning things and they're encouraging other, pe- they're encouraging other people to question things and they're being shadow banned for it. So it's actually pretty interesting. You know, it's, per- it's pretty interesting, but we have to be okay with not being liked. We have to be okay with being shunned. We have to be okay with being called names if it means that we're going to be able to stand on what we feel convicted on. Um, and that's, that's a cost that we take, you know, and, that's, and I'm speaking for myself as well. We have to be willing to do that because it's these tests that come up that will really um, strengthen us and give us the courage to pass bigger tests because you see now it's the war. It's always something. You know, it's always something um, because for one, like I said, we live in an evil world, but it's also because I believe that it's a part of the agenda. You know, if it is, you know, they have to keep it going at this point. So I think that um, this is why we have to keep our mind, our spirit right. Like I mentioned in the past, this is why we have to know who we are and stand on something because there's just so much propaganda and there's just so much stuff going on that if you're not careful, you get swept in. Even the most intelligent people, 
There are some people that I have so much respect for because they're very intelligent. You know, in the past, they've been very vocal and they just have these strong boundaries. And they're just like, oh, wow, I really respect this person because they always speak their mind. They speak the truth and they, they're very intelligent. And then when it came time for the pandemic, they was just like, just just do what the authorities are saying. Just do what the authorities are saying. I don't know why y'all want to question and make a big deal. Just do what they're saying. Y'all just want to make a big deal and y'all just prolong this. And I'm like, wait a minute. Is this the same person? <laughs> just do what the authorities are saying. Whatever happened to going and researching things for yourself and, like I said, getting multiple other perspectives and, and seeing and understanding what it is that you're actually agreeing to. But you're telling people to just go along with it because you just want this to be over. That's actually really sad and it's really scary that this is how the majority of people think because they are so caught up in, I don't want to be uncomfortable. I want to lose my, my, my privileges of being able to go out to eat go to the theater, um, go to the gym. I don't want to lose these privileges. Don't get me wrong. Going to the gym is is helpful because staying in shape is helpful. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about just the autonomy of being able to just get up and just go wherever I feel like it. A lot of people don't want to be uncomfortable. And I get it too. Some people are extroverted. They need a lot more social interaction. They need to go outside. So I understand it. I mean, I fully understand it because I'm not an extrovert, but I understand it and I see why. But I'm not talking about that, like, oh, I need to go outside. I'm stuck up in the house with these, with these, um, I know there were some countries where they were making people literally stay in the house, except for like certain things like going to the doctor, going to work. We didn't have that here in New York City, but we did have where they recommended you not to, um, not to go out if you didn't need to. And then also like they had like a curfew at one point, which didn't last long because people were not trying to... <laughs> People are not trying to have it, but, <laughs> but yeah, like I get it. You know, if you're stuck up in the house and you're being told that you have to stay in the house, that's ridiculous. You know, like I can get why somebody would be frustrated and say, I just want the stuff to be over, but I'm talking more so about, they just want the comfortable aspects of life. I want to go to the theater. I want to go to the movie theater. I want to go to the club. I just want to go out to eat. Well, do you work in the club? I can, I can see if you worked in a club and I, your money is tied up in there. But if, you know, like sometimes we have to learn to be uncomfortable. And that's something that I'm learning as well. Learn to be uncomfortable. Because if people know that they can get you to do things, um, like for example, oh, I know that people are going to go along with something because they don't want to be uncomfortable. Then it's easy for them to control you. Well, I know that this person can't go without food for a day. So all I got to do is just withhold food from them for a day and they're going to do whatever I say. But if you know how to fast and you trained your body on how to do intermittent fasting, um, especially for longer periods of time, you won't be as phased by it. May you, you may be a little annoyed. You may be a little hungry, but you'll be okay because you've trained yourself to do that. You've trained yourself to go without food for a few days and be uncomfortable. You know what I mean? You Same thing with going out. You trained yourself to not have to always eat out. You eat at home most of the time. You go out on occasions. So not going out for a few months to eat. Yeah, it's a little inconvenient. Yeah, you may want to go out at least once a month with your friends. But you can go six months without it and be okay. And not be like losing your mind. Because you've trained yourself to do that. Same thing with going to the gym. You've learned how to work out and do things from your own home, from doing it outside. So it's going to be a little inconvenient because there may be some machines and things that you want to use that you can't use. 
but you can still make it work because you are a creative person. That's how you were designed to be. And you're also designed to be very adaptable and very flexible. And you'll just make it work. Is it going to be fun? Probably not. If you're the type of person that goes to the gym all the time, you're going to miss it. But you can still make it work. Same thing with making money. That's one thing that we need to learn. Something that I need to learn as well is how to make enough money to live without having to work a job. That doesn't mean that you can't still have a job. But at least if I can't go to work anymore for whatever reason because they're trying to tell me that I got to do something that's against my conscience, I still know how to go out there and get some money. Is it going to be easy? No. But I still know how to go out here and do it and take care of me and my family using the tools that have been given to me. And it doesn't have to always be online tools. Everybody's not meant to do online uh, YouTube or uh, podcasting or or even just freelancing online. Some people, they're going to go out and they're going to make money with their hands. Some people, they know how to fix things. They know how to fix cars. They know how to fix, they, 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 they have electrical backgrounds. They have a plumbing background. And they may work for a company, but now that the company is trying to mandate them to take something that they don't want to take, they can go on and start their own business. Or it doesn't even have to be a business at first, but they start going out and making the money other ways because they have these skills. So we all have to start learning what are we good at or even just developing skills in things that you may not necessarily initially wanted to do, but it can at least, you know, be something where you can make some money. And um, yeah, so that's something that I'm working on as well, learning how to do that. And the challenge is also being consistent because when you're working at a regular job, you always have somebody telling you what to do, right? But when you're doing it for yourself, you have to be consistent. You have to be dedicated. So I think that's the challenge. But I think it's important for us to start learning these things so that we're not, and we should have already started, but it's never too late, right? It's never too late. Um, There is such thing as, you know, waiting too long. But I think right at this point right now, it's not too late. So we definitely need to be learning that more and more ways that we can take care of ourselves and our families, um, especially if you have access to land, something that I hope to do in the future, learning how to grow your own food, um, that doesn't mean that they're still not spraying stuff in the air. I mean, it doesn't mean it's, you know, at the end of the day, everything is being affected. But, you know, if you're doing the right thing and you're trying your best, I believe that it will be blessed. Even if it is sprayed, you clean it the best that you can, you soak it the best that you can and you eat it. It will be blessed because you're doing the best that you can with good intentions. So I think that's important. And the last reason why I believe that sometimes we believe everything, like you believe everything you hear. Why is that? Um... We never, we never basically, um, well, basically this is it. We rather be accepted and, um, and sometimes we are also being lazy too, or we do not see like the seriousness of it. So that's basically two things. Let me go into the first one. Um, basically we rather be accepted. So I guess that goes back into like what I was just saying about being afraid of being shunned. If you if you always have the need to want to be accepted, then you're going to be afraid of being shunned. You know what I mean? And it's going to be and I'm not saying that we shouldn't we don't have like desires to want to be liked and want to be loved and want to be validated. That's natural. But I think that we have to also learn that uh, we cannot fully rely on that. And even family and friends could turn on you. And we've seen it. We've seen it with this pandemic. We've seen it. So that's a wake-up call that, yes, you know, cherish your relationships. Definitely foster them. But at the same time, don't put your full self into them. 
because you can be very disappointed and don't get me wrong there there are some family members and friends who have stood together during this pandemic and they've stood on the same morals and values and principles but it also has separated a lot of families and it's unfortunate but maybe in some cases that's what was meant to happen because you're now ascending to a new level or maybe you were already at that level and it just exposed the fact that you two are not you're not compatible but in some cases you also changed from this experience and you transcended and that person chooses not to and it's unfortunate but sometimes we have to separate from people um or if we're not going to separate from them we just have to change the dynamics of the relationship i'm not telling anybody to go get a divorce that's not what i'm saying (laughs) i'm not telling anybody to cut off your friends and family that's not what i'm saying um in some cases it may be necessary to you know change friendships with people but in many cases you know Unless it's just that extreme, you can work on it, but you might have to just navigate the way that you go about doing things and those relationships going forward because now you've realized that you're the type of person that you're willing to go with whatever is being told because that's who you are. I'm not that kind of person. Or I am that type of person, but but from this experience, I've learned that I no longer can be that kind of person. I'm trying to change and you're not. So I have to start moving differently because we're not on the same page. And I can't even have conversations with you and even interact with you because when I say things, you're going to be offended. You're going to be upset. Why can't you just listen to what Fauci's saying on the TV? And I just don't have the patience for that on a day-to-day basis. So we can still be cool, but we're just not going to be able to be close like we used to be because my mindset is different than your mindset. You're going along with the status quo. I'm not. You're allowed, you allow people to use fear tactics and fear mongering and shaming and all these things to get you to crumble under pressure I'm not or at one point I did but I'm moving away from that because I'm realizing how serious it is and that goes into the other part where I was talking about being lazy or not seeing the seriousness of it and this is why sometimes we just go along with stuff because we are lazy sometimes we don't want to put the work into research we don't want to put the time in to really question things but other times it's also because we don't see the seriousness of it it is very serious When you are going along with things and you're not questioning stuff, it's very serious. Because like I said, people can just take, they're like, okay, I see where your mindset is. I see where you are and how easily influenced you are. So all I got to do is just do these type of tactics and I know it's going to work because I've already studied you. You think the media and all these people out here, they have not studied us? They have been doing research on us for so long. They see how we respond to TV they see how we respond to movies. They see how we respond to celebrity culture. They see how we respond to fashion. They see how we respond to education. They see how we respond to war. They see how we respond to this pandemic. I mean, and they've been doing this for years. This is not just a pandemic. This has been going on for years that they have studied us. So at this point, it's easy for them to throw things into the media or whatever because they know how we're going to respond. There's always exceptions to the rule where you're going to have some people who are going to say, I'm not with that, or they're going to respond differently to what they expected. But for the most part, it's, 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 basically, um, it's basically one of those things where it's like, it's already expected. You have no sense of spontaneity. It's like, oh, I already know what you're going to do. I'm going I'm to put a little fear on you and you're going to go along with it. Already know what you're gonna do. You're gonna get angry and get riled about racial stuff, and then you're gonna go along with this law, even though you haven't even read anything and questioned anything, and also added some logic into it. 
you're going to go along with it because I know how to emotionally get you riled up to get you to accept certain things that normally you would not accept if you were in your right mind and not getting riled up like that emotionally. They know what they're doing. So that's basically what I wanted to say about this episode. In this episode, um, I hope that it's been helpful. It's important, y'all. It's very important to question things. Um, I know I know I sound redundant, but it's important. Um, yeah. And that's basically what I wanted to say, you know, the three things, you know, like basically of, and you got to go back and you got to listen because I was going to repeat it. But I was like, you know what? I need people to go back and listen to the episode. If I go back and I repeat all the points that I said, then it's like, well, then again, if you didn't listen to it, you didn't get this far anyway, right? <laughs> but some people just skip along, you know, they just skip along and they say, oh, I don't want to hear all this filler stuff. But that's the thing. It's like, you don't need, I may feel, I may, I may like forward stuff in the very beginning if it's just like filler stuff, but I'm not going to forward the stuff in the middle because that's where all the information is. You know what I mean? So please don't forward it in the middle. <laughs> you know, like if you want to forward at the very beginning, maybe you didn't want to hear about ventilation. Okay, whatever. But please listen to the middle part, you know, the meat of it, the vegan meat at that. Cause we, we vegan over here. Well, I'm vegan and I'm trying to convert all y'all. <laughs> No, seriously, but it's, it's, um, you know, listen to all of it, please, because it's important. It's important. And, um, you never know how it may be beneficial to you or somebody else. So take care and I hope y'all enjoy the episode and I'll be back with another episode. Bye. your girl Desiree, naturalistic lady, as some of you may know me as, whichever one. Um, I know it's been so long. Um, these last two months, I've not been feeling well. <laughs> That's um, a long story. I may talk about that in another episode. I actually wasn't feeling well yesterday, um, but I feel a little bit better today. Not fully, but feel a little bit better. So I said, let me go ahead and record I wanted to get a recording up or at least two before the new year comes in so for this episode I wanted to talk about the three-day juice fast that I did in October um I wanted to talk about it for a while now and that's my that's my um fault I definitely should have um done this much sooner but I wanted to get it up so I'm glad to those, I'm glad for those who were able to join the Juice Fast. I think about maybe two people. I'm not sure if anybody else joined, but I'm glad that two people, to my knowledge, were able to join the Juice Fast and they said it was of benefit to them. So um, hopefully we can do another one again soon um, as the new year, in the new year that that is approaching. So I actually wrote some notes during the Juice Fast and I wanted to share some of them with y'all um so yeah so day one I um I basically said that I should have drank my first juice this is at 1 49 p.m I should have drank my first juice earlier I am so used to not eating so late in the day but it should be fine 
made an ice juice with ginger, lemon, lime, cilantro, kiwi, cucumber, celery, and carrots. Um, I think that's it. I am... I am sorry. <laughs> Sometimes you can't even read your own handwriting. I'm, I think I was saying I am going to make more green juice for my next juice that I have. So far, I feel good. Not feeling... Um, not feeling angry and so on. Um, I do feel cold because it's chilly, but I need to get my iron up as well. Oh, yeah, and I added a tad bit of pineapple, too. So that was the first day that um, I started the juice fast. So then at 4.20 p.m. the same day, I said, my stomach is starting to growl, but I do not feel hungry. I will go ahead and start making the next juice and then maybe head out after drinking it to exchange something. Oh, I have to go out, okay. Then I'll blend another before bed. Not right before, but later on. 5.19. Um, I find myself using the bathroom more often. That was like basically urinating just to urinate okay i wrote that <laughs> i will try to track how much time in between but i believe my kidneys are working Six twenty-five. seems like i want went to the bathroom again about an hour later i'm drinking another juice now that i made it is kale ginger apple lemon Lime, cucumber, celery, and cilantro. I was worried it would taste bad, but it is actually good. I left out pineapple to, I think that says maximize the ginger. Y'all, oh, sorry. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I left out the pineapple to minimize sugar. Okay, yeah, because that's something that I've been doing for some time is to minimize the amount of sugar that I give my body, even if it's healthy sugar, but I've had to really reset my body because um, sometimes when you have different issues with your body, your body becomes very sensitive to sugars, even if it's healthy sugars. Um, so sometimes you have to minimize um, that for some time. <clears throat> so this is day two. Um, 5.47 a.m., I kind of have a headache and fell asleep randomly around 8.30 p.m. or so. I fell asleep again around maybe 11-something and woke up 3-something. I got up to use the bathroom and to do my oral hygiene. I was up for maybe an hour and dozed. Was feeling a little emotional at once. And that's when I drifted off after talking out loud. <laughs> I may not share all of this because some of this is personal, but it just kind of gives an idea of like sometimes when you are fasting, sometimes things come up. So, yeah. Um, um, let's see. Yeah, so let's move on to. Hmm, I didn't write anything else for day three. That's interesting. So day three, one twenty-seven a.m., I was out all day and got home a little before 1 a.m. I was really tired, started feeling tired around 9 p.m. or so. 
maybe even 8.30 p.m., which is very unusual for me. So I knew that it was due to the fast. Oh, I think that was when I had went to an event that Saturday night. Because it was like the fast was over a weekend. I think it started that Friday and then it ended that Monday. Um, yeah. So... I said, before I left, I made a juice with kale, ginger, carrots, peach, cucumbers, celery, and lemon. Oh, and cilantro. I had a suja immunity juice after church. Oh, yeah, I had stopped at church um, because there was somebody that I told them that I would stop by their church. Um, Yes, I had a suja immunity juice after church because Uptown Juice Bar did not have anyone available for juicing. Yeah, so my initial plan was after I had went to the church, I would stop at Uptown Juice Bar in Harlem and I would get some juice, fresh juice from there because I liked the way they do juice. But there was nobody there to do the juice, so I had to walk out and it was a good thing I had a suja juice with me. I brought one just in case, so I ended up drinking that one, the immunity one that they have. The pink one that has like the strawberry guava. That one is pretty good. I think I have one in the fridge. I had one the other day and I have one in the fridge now. Um, I was able to get a nice juice after visiting. I was able to get a nice juice after visiting the water. Yeah, because I went by South Street Seaport. I went to Natural Blend and got the live... Live Zyme juice with spinach, cucumber, carrot, apple, ginger, and ask them to add beets. Yeah, Natural Blend is in Brooklyn. It's a vegan restaurant, and they have juicing there as well, which is... I had never bought juice from them, and it was actually pretty good. I think I got, like, a big one since I was juicing. Once I got home, I had some of what my godmother made, which was spinach, carrots, apple, celery, and ginger, she said. I squeezed some lemon in mine to add more tang. Um, going to listen to more of this lecture and wind down to rest. I did a lot of running around, but drinking that last juice helped with the tiredness. Yeah, so that's one thing I was noticing is that I was really starting to feel tired. Like, And for me, that's unusual because I don't usually feel tired easily. Even when I'm not feeling well, I still have energy. Of course, I have less energy than usual, but I still have energy. Like, thank God, I'm the type of person I've always been given resilience and energy. So for me to be low energy is so like bizarre and weird and it's annoying because it's like I'm so used to being able to just dance and jump and run and go here and go up the stairs and go there and go there. You know, of course you have your days, but for the most part, I tend to have energy. So to be low energy as you're walking, your legs just feel tired. You know, you just feel tired. Like I said, I was falling asleep. Like I was feeling tired at 830 that's just so unusual for me. Like, unless I'm not feeling well, but even then, I still have I still have a good amount of energy for somebody who's sick. So I, I realized as I went further into the fast that I really wasn't drinking enough juice, especially being that I have a fast metabolism. So that's something that I learned going into another juice fast in the future. And also, it's funny because my godmother, she had never made any juice before. So I was telling her, you know, I have squeezed like lemon and stuff in it to add more like flavor to it. And she was like, oh, you know, because I really don't know how to do it. 
But I was glad that she made the effort and she did it because she also had did the fast with me, so that was nice. Um, but I did most of the juicing in the house that we had during the fast. So same day, this is day three, 7.49 a.m. I definitely most likely fell asleep before 2 a.m. Um, what I was listening to ended at some point. I recently got up, used the bathroom, did my oral hygiene, refilled my water, and took my doctor missions. <laughs> Going to what? I don't know. Something about going to do something and then relax. Um, yeah, so this is the last day. So, 1 04 p.m., made another juice with kale, ginger, peach, cilantro, carrots, cucumber, celery, kiwi, and lemon. I fully, I fully, I okay. Oh, yeah, because I was saying that I had finally went to the bathroom to do, you know what, uh, those people, they find it kind of like, ill. Um, because I felt like I wasn't really using the bathroom as much to do number two and stuff, which I usually do every day, so, you know, multiple times a day. But I guess because I was only drinking juice, so that's why I was saying I finally went. Um, because I hadn't went since like late Thursday or early Friday. So now I think we're now into Monday and I finally went. That was also unusual for me as well. Um, I plan to go out to see if... Okay, yeah, so I wanted to go out to exchange some stuff. Let's see. Oh, yeah, I was saying I want to go out to pick up a few things to break the fast tomorrow. Um, might do laundry later. Okay, I don't need to read all that. <laughs> um, um, also, my face has slightly cleared up. Could also be because my menstrual ended before the fast. But I know the skin is one of the biggest indication indicators of what is going occurring in the body. 8.46 p.m. I made a drink once I got back in the house. Um, glad I went out to pick up some things, including to break the fast. Uh, I made juice with peach, celery, cucumbers, ginger, kiwi, pineapple, and cilantro. Also added like a half of apple. About to make another juice now. I realize I need to drink more juice because that was one reason I was fatigued. I'm looking forward to eating tomorrow. Yeah, so basically that's basically what I had just said. Um, so this is after day three. Um, wait, was the fast in September or was it in October? This is after day three. I just had a few. Oh, yeah. So, okay, let me let me check. Um, let me check y'all because I don't want to, because I thought it might have been in September. I thought it was in October, but I'm going to go right now. Good thing I have something else to check it on. Wait a minute, because I'm on the phone. Okay, why is this thing? Hmm. Okay, and let me go now to. Okay, so let's see. Oh, it was in September. I'm sorry, y'all. It wasn't. It wasn't October. It was in September. It was Friday, September twenty third, twelve a.m. Eastern Standard Time to Monday, September twenty sixth. 12 a.m. Eastern Time. Oh, okay, so that Monday was when I was breaking the fast. 
Yeah. So day one was Friday. Day two was Saturday. Day three was Sunday. And then Monday was the day that I was breaking the vows. So now I'm reading what I wrote for Monday. So it says, I just had a few pieces of melons because my head was annoying me. But glad I made it to the end of the juice fast. I plan to blend again in the morning and eat. Oh, yeah, yeah, because I, I ate some melons late at night because I had to eat something because my head was just usually I don't eat anything past a certain time. I do sometimes eat a little bit late. I ain't gonna lie. That's something I need to work on. But I had to have something at that time. I think it might have been like one o'clock in the morning or something, but I had to do something because my head was really bothering me. You have to do what you have to do in order to take care of yourself. Um, yeah, so I said I plan to blend again in the morning and eat some fruit. And then I will start preparing a raw salad um, as afternoon is approaching. I think I will soak some lentils um, in the morning to make some soup in the evening. Yeah, so that's essentially what I did. Um, the day that I broke the fast, which was that Monday, I did make a raw kale salad. And I also added some raw leafy greens in there and some other stuff. And I doctored it up. You can go on the Natural Holistic Lady Instagram and you can see it. And I also did make um, some lentils as well. And I think I added like some full noodles in it. It had some potatoes and carrots and stuff. It was pretty good. So I try not to like overdo it and just go straight into like, oh, I'm going to eat some mac and cheese, you know, because it's like you you just finished drinking juice for like three days, only juice and water. So you have to be careful with just jumping straight into eating um, heavy food, especially if you're the type of person that eats meats, dairy and eggs and stuff like that, because meat, especially meat can be very heavy on the body i mean all you having was just drinking plants in juice form and then in water so you're just gonna go straight into eating like chicken or fish that might not be a good idea so we just have to make sure and the whole part of the fast is not just i'm gonna cleanse my body but the hope is that you also gain something from it emotionally mentally and spiritually and um if you just kind of rush you know out of it and you don't actually let yourself kind of ease off it's not just a physical thing that can cause you nausea or issues, but it's also like, you know, you're not allowing yourself to kind of like the whole part of a fast too is it helps you with discipline and patience and, you know, different things like that. So it's like, well, I want to end it off on a good note. I want to end it off being patient and taking my time and easing back into things. So it's the hope is that you gain, you know, more from it than just the physical. So, um, yeah, so if you didn't get to join for September, I did share about it on here just in case anybody wanted to join. If you did join, then let me know um, on Instagram. I think you can leave messages on here too. But um, yeah, my hope is that we will be able to do one maybe in the spring. Um, yeah, maybe in the spring. I think the spring and the fall is probably good times to do like a juice fast like that. Because sometimes in the winter, we do need those heavier um, foods and nourishment I'm not saying that you still shouldn't fast. I still do the intermittent fasting even in the winter. No matter what season it is, I still do it. But as far as doing like heavier fast, like juice fast or water fast, um, I don't know. It depends on the person. I have never done a fully water fast. 
sometimes people have to be supervised depending on the person. So you do have to be careful with certain type of fasts. But um, some people can do juice fast. Some people have to do smoothies, maybe because they're diabetic or, you know, whatever reason. So I understand that one size doesn't fit all. Everybody's different. I did mention that online that some people could probably substitute it with smoothies. Some people need more because they may be diabetic or whatever. So someone's drinking certain type of juices or whatever can spike their sugar, even though it may be healthy because their body is not in its... It's not, you know, like their body is, is not able to regulate sugars properly the way that it should. So you kind of have to know, you know, you have to know that um, sometimes you have to alter things for yourself. And that's okay. Um, but I think that if people are able to cleanse and do things that can help them, that's great. Um, yeah, so I'm going to leave it here. I'm, gonna talk, I'm not going to talk too long. But I just wanted to share with y'all the experience that I had with the juice fast. Um, I learned, like I said, that next time I need to drink more juice, especially because I have a high metabolism and um, I just need that so I can make sure that I'm having enough energy that I that I usually have, especially if I'm going to be running around. That was another thing. too. I didn't actually plan to be running around so much, but I had already um, signed up for an event. So that was that. And then, like I mentioned, I think briefly I had to exchange something and, you know, then I had to go outside and get some more things for the fast and also for breaking the fast. So. I'm not saying you got to sit around like a hermit, but you do have to be careful sometimes of overdoing and running up and down if you're on a fast, especially your first juice fast. <laughs> sometimes when you get used to it, your body gets used to it, so you can do more. Um, so, yeah. But take care, and I hope that I'll be able to do another episode with y'all before the year ends. Um, today is December 20th, 2022, so... Um, the year is almost over. Um, wow, yeah, the year ends next week. So, at least here in America. So, um, well, I think that's how it is everywhere. I think it's just like different times and different places. Yeah, I know some places that the new year comes in sooner than it comes over here. Um, and I would like to spend New Year's one day in another country, like, Istanbul, Turkey, or um, South Korea, you know, like uh, Central America, or somewhere in Europe, like, I love to travel, so, yeah, maybe one day, hopefully soon, I could spend New Year's Eve in another country, um, so that would be exciting, um, yeah, so take care, and I'll talk to y'all again soon, bye.